Welcome to CooperCast, The Recuperation Album, Episode 3. This is your host, Al's Rebuild, John Sachs. We talk about Clean Up Woman and his discovery of the great guitarist, Little Beaver, more Dobro plus alto sax, Johnny Johnson, the piano legend, and the track with Dick Hyman, another piano legend. Let's give a listen to Clean Up Woman. It's a very happy it's a very happy track. It's just like... Well, yeah. But, you know, I mean, there's sad pieces, and but this is just like... Uh, well, t- t- the original track of Clean Up Woman was where I discovered this guitar player. And I heard it on the radio, and then this is when I lived in L.A. Mm. And, I, and then I drove into the black part of town... First, I had to pull the car over mm. to hear the original record of mm. Clean Up Woman, which was a, a, a record by Betty Wright. It had a vocal and everything. But this is just an instrumental album we're talking about here. So the original record was a song, and the guitar playing was magnificent. Just, that's that's really what got me. And so when it ended, thank God they said, who it was. So I turned my car around because I had to pull over. Hmm. I couldn't drive and listen to that. It was so good. And I drove into the black part of town to a R&B record store, and I went in there and they had it, and I bought it, and probably a few other things so long as I was there. And I just loved the guitar playing. And on the label, it said the address of the record company. Hmm. So Crazy Al buys a plane ticket the next day and f- and flies down to Florida where this place is, gets in a cab and goes to this place. It's a guy named Little Beaver. So he went down the hall and there's this little room and here's this guy playing in this room just practicing. Mm. And it's unbelievable how he plays. And we spend about two or three hours mm. playing together. That really changed my life because then I started using them on my records. Yeah. But I mean I I I mean after that I used Little Beaver on a lot of my stuff. And you know, and even more stuff that never came out. So on the box set I have the stuff that never came out. What was the name? You said Little Beaver had his own group? Yeah. What was the name of that? Little remember? Beaver. Oh, that was the name of his band. Well, that was his name. Okay. Well, not his real name. Right. So if they were playing somewhere on the marquee, it would say Little Beaver, and it would yeah. be him and his guys. Yeah. Hmm. Did they, who, who sang? Did he sing? He was a great singer. Great singer, okay. He's still alive, actually. I talked to Steve Laymore recently, and he's still alive. Song number 10 on this album is Don't Be Cruel. And your quote is, first off, thanks to Billy Swan for the arrangement idea. Over the years, this has mutated into a really twisted arrangement in the spirit of Bill Black's combo, I'm calling Elvis. Song Don't Be Cruel was written by Otis Blackwell? Yeah. So this is another song on which we have Paul Franklin playing the pedal dobro. That definitely has gone far from... The Elvis arrangement of Don't Be Cruel. Yeah. Your description was a, a really twisted arrangement. <laughs> yeah, 
if you if you're comparing it to the Elvis Presley record. Yeah, yeah. Otis Blackwell. Uh, so was there a version of it before Elvis? Don't be cruel. I don't think so. So he kind of wrote it, and Elvis was the first. This is one of the few songs that you'll hear that has dobro and a big horn section at the same time, and they really. I hate to keep saying it, but it's really cool. It really all works together. The next song on the album, number 11, is called Alvino Johnson's Shuffle. It's a uh, in appreciation of Michael Bloomfield and Sessions Past. It should sound familiar. But this is Al Cooper on the organ, Johnny Johnson on piano, Jimmy Vivino on guitar, Harvey and Anton on bass and drums. Harks back to the super session. Uh, it harks back a lot further than that. Pretty soon in, Jimmy sort of opens it with his guitar sound, and then pretty soon we have this Johnny Johnson. How old was Johnny Johnson around that time, do you think? Probably in his 60s or 70s. Okay, but not that old. He had a music career before Chuck Berry? Well, he got famous for playing on the Chuck Berry records. Right, but what was he doing before that? Was he more of a jazz Playing in bars. Just playing in bars. Okay. Yeah, and on records. More of a blues guy or jazz guy? More of a blues guy. Okay, because you can hear that he's playing blues on the mm-hmm. song. The next song well, is Johnny Be Good. And your note is Chuck Berry borrowed the classic opening lick f- for this song from his former band leader, Johnny Johnson. We return the lick to its rightful owner and yet another twisted arrangement. Very different arrangement of Johnny Be Good. doesn't bring you back to Chuck Berry very much. Well, I think. it's a different um, tempo. Harmonica, John Sebastian. Johnny Johnson on piano, and then Jim Fielder on bass, John Gardner on drums and percussions with the Uptown Horns and Randy Brecker. It's amazing. Pretty good That's, lineup. <laughs> last song on the record is the only song that is not an instrumental. A guy sings on this one. What guy? Uh, some guy. I don't know. Some guy just starts singing on it. Here, I'll play it. You can hit, tell me who it is. I never listened to this. I this, know. This album. Well, you, now and then, now and then, when I work on various projects, uh, I find I can't listen to music with words because the words sort of take over my brain. But I can listen to... Uh, instrumentals. Instrumentals. And this, other than this song, uh, is an instrumental record that... Uh, you could get a lot of really good work done listening to this because a lot of... The songs have a lot of beat and they just keep you going. So I Want a Little Girl was written by Billy Mall and Murray Mencher. It says, you notice this late 40s number has been recorded by T-Bone Walker, Joe Turner, and Ray Charles, to name but a few. Somehow, I just couldn't resist including it, a concept breaker, but really fun to sing. Tough to leave this to the last. So, Dick Hyman plays amazing piano. What's his story with Dick Hyman? He does. Was he a New York session player? Was he a... Albums out. Okay. Jazz? Yeah. yeah, he actually had a chart record of da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da, uh, oh. third man theme. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe I know that. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that was on the charts. 
he just plays this sort of completely uh, kind of loose improvise, imp improvisational sounding piano so it's very very cool I can't do it I'm, I'm in awe of people who can play like that yeah I mean a lot of it's sort of one note at a time but it goes into odd places and then it sort of comes around and uh... now let me ask you a question um, did you do a lot of takes or did you not no no, that was that would have been against what we were doing. So it was almost a super session -y thing, like you... In a way, yeah. Yeah. Because these guys were so high-level musicians that you didn't need to... The only thing I was wondering is, on some of the songs you trade solos, so how did you know whose turn it was to do... We decided before we started. Okay, I'll do this, and you do the second pass, and you do the third yeah. pass, and then you just nod at each other, and it goes. Yeah, this Dick Hyman thing is just incredible. I want a little girl. This has been CooperCast, the Recuperation Album, Episode 3, brought to you by Piano Legends. The booklet for Recuperation can be downloaded from the CooperCast page of Al's website, www.alcooper.com, where you can also submit questions for Al to answer. 